God, the name above all names, the name above all names. Oh, you are worthy, you are worthy, oh, my praise. Oh, my heart will sing how Hallelujah. 
When your back has hit against the wall, when you are you need him, that worship comes from the heart. And the Bible says the Father desires such to worship him. They that worship him in spirit and in truth. Yes, Lord. Then sings my soul, my Savior to thee. Lord, we, we thank you, Lord, for the worship service. And now, Lord, as we go into your work, minister to our hungry hearts, Lord. This is a prayer meeting, Lord where we have come to have contact with the supernatural. Where we want to pray and you also speak to us. We want you to speak to us, Lord. Minister to our hungry hearts. You know what each person needs today. Do you meet them at their point of need, and speak to them. Even as we take the pages of your holy word. We are not worthy Lord. Make us worthy oh God. Just by your spirit can you take control. Bless us I pray. Every man, every woman here. And also those that are from far places Lord that are joining us by way of internet we just desire to hear from you just come and speak to us and sings my soul that Savior God to thee just lift up your hands with me now. How great thou art. How great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art. 
just going to take us just a verse. Just want to pick there a few, just a few words. Just to give you a little exhortation tonight. Nice to see each and every one of you. God bless you. Brother, you've been lost for a long time. But I'm happy to see you today. God bless you. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Brother Dixon from Ginger. I just love this young man's commitment. God bless you. We are reading verses 7. Uh, out of Zechariah. Chapter 14. Zechariah is just uh, before Malachi. Verses, chapter 14, verses 7. We just take verse 7. But it shall be one day which shall be known to the Lord, not day, nor night, but it shall come to pass that at evening time it shall be light. Amen. Is Brother Andrew here? Andrew Wali. Brother Andrew, God bless you. Oh, we have another Brother Andrew. <laughs> this is a Brother Andrew from Kamwenge. Uh, nice to have to be in fellowship with you today. Amen. Amen. Uh, Brother Andrew, I don't know how long have you been around? Just short time. Ah, okay. So this is where we fellowship from. And you are welcome uh, to be with us. So this evening, since it is just a prayer meeting, I'm not going to speak for long, maybe just a few minutes. But just a few words to encourage us. And, and, and my subject is, light is more powerful than darkness. Light is more powerful than darkness. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Without, without darkness, we cannot be able to see the strength of light. Actually, without darkness, you cannot know the nature of light. You cannot know even the power of light. But when you have darkness, and you've been in darkness, when the light shines, you appreciate light. When, 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 when light comes, you, you are able to know that light is better than darkness. Imagine if you walk into a dark room where 
you know you cannot even see where you are standing you know you don't know what is ahead of you or around you but when the light shines then you are able to see that there was just a snake right there and you are just going to bump into it so you will appreciate light when, when the light shines then you run away from the snake so you see we cannot appreciate light without darkness but if you had light all along you can even take it for granted you will not appreciate the power of light you will think it is because of your wisdom and strength that you ran away from the snake but when it shines if you were in darkness earlier you will know it was not because of your wisdom or strength you will appreciate that light helped you to see danger and run away from it. So now, you know, we sing a song that God, the God of the mountain is the God in the valley. When things go wrong, he will make them right. But many times we want our God to be the God of the mountain. We don't want him to be the God of the the God in our valley. But the truth is, life is not only, you know, uh, on the mountain. Life is a series of things whereby sometimes you go through the valley, other times you go through the mountain, other times you go through the rivers, other times you go through many things. So life is a mixture of a lot of things. But in the midst of all that, God does not change. Many things change about life. But God does not change. God remains the same. In the book of Hebrews 13, 8, the Bible says for uh, that uh, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So which means when you are in the valley, he is the same. When you are on the mountain, he is the same. When you are in suffering, he is the same. When you are in trouble, he is the same. When you are happy, he is the same. When you are sad, he is still the same. That's one thing that we love about him. He he does not change. He is always available. He is always present to show up when you need him. And the other thing that is good about him, you can predict him. What he did before, he can do again. That's the good thing about our God. He doesn't surprise us. The devil and others can be surprised. But our God Cannot be, cannot surprise his own. He shows up on time. Let me tell you what happened in the beginning will happen again. You know, the only thing we need to do is to meet the same condition. Praise God. 
just to meet the same condition that someone else met and you will have the same results that they had. Simple as that. Hannah did not have a baby and she prayed to God. She came at a prayer meeting like this one. And in the, sometime in the future, I'm going to speak to you on prayer. I, I just want to take the subject of prayer. I'm still studying on it. I just want to take the subject of prayer through the scriptures so that we can understand what real prayer is. Because as believers, we need to know how to pray. If you don't know how to pray, then you cannot live a victorious life. So you see, Hannah, she came to a prayer meeting. She was alone at that prayer meeting. But she was praying with all her heart. She poured it all to God. And God had her prayer. God answered her prayer and used the man of God to speak to her the word of God. And she received a child. If a woman is barren today, Amen. Praise God. Maybe somebody is streaming the service. And you are barren. And you are a woman. If you meet the same condition, you will receive the same results. But you may not be a woman even. And you may be here. And there are situations in your life that are barren. Amen. Situations in our lives that are barren. If you you come to God and you approach God like Hannah did, you will receive the same results because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did before, he will do again. He will do it again. And nothing can hinder it to come to pass. So now, he speaks of the evening time here. And we are still dealing with the uh, subject of Elijah. In the, in, the, in the next few services on Sunday, we are having a, a Pastor Kabasi. He will be coming to minister for us. But maybe on Wednesday next week I will continue with the subject on Elijah. And so I was speaking of Elijah. And we, we, we found that you see Elijah. I'll show you that in the next service I'm speaking on that. That when it came time for him to give his offering. He gave his offering in the evening time. There is something about the evening time. The evening time is the end time. Hallelujah. Sometimes God waits for you to go through things the whole day. You suffer in the morning with the darkness, with all the griefs of the darkness, with all the suffering of the darkness. Darkness, with all the troubles and the trials of the darkness. You suffer in the morning. You suffer in the afternoon. You suffer all the day long. But in the evening time, he says it shall be light. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There was a time when Jesus, you know, he was called 
to go to, uh, to see Lazarus. Lazarus' friend was sick. And he was about to die. So they called Jesus in the morning. Jesus didn't come. They, they waited for him in the afternoon. He did not come. And in all the time of the suffering of Lazarus, you know, when the suffering was still little, and it increased, and it increased, Jesus did not show up. He waited for the evening time. He waited for the end time of all their suffering. After they had, they had, you know, treated him, and he did not get well, Jesus didn't come. He left, he left that pass. They treated him they took care Hallelujah. He was waiting for the evening time. Because when when light comes, darkness disappears. And Jesus did not want to come when Lazarus was just sick. Because if he had come when Lazarus was sick, he would have healed him. But he did not want the miracle of healing. It has been done many times. He wanted a miracle of resurrection. And that could not happen in the younger stage of this situation. It could not happen in the morning. It had to happen in the evening. At the end of the suffering. So sometimes Jesus waits for that time when you have given up. That time when the situation is so hard. That's when he wants to show up. Because he wants to show his great mighty power. And you know Lazarus, when he was sick, he, Jesus waited and he died. Jesus didn't want to come immediately. Because if he had come, as soon as they buried Jesus, as soon as they buried Lazarus, they would have said that he the man was not dead. Maybe he was just about to die. So Jesus waited. The first day of his death. The second day of his death. The third day of his death. When the man is dead. When the man is thinking. When the man, even the maggots have started to come in his body. When it is almost a hundred percent sure. That it was impossible to resurrect him. That is when Jesus came. Why did he come at that moment? Because he specializes. In things impossible. Hallelujah. 
Maybe your situation is stinking now. If it is not stinking, don't worry. It is not evening time yet. If your situation is bad, just wait a little more. It is not the evening time yet. When the evening time comes, Jesus will show up. He will show up. Because in the evening time, it shall be light. Hallelujah. He didn't want to come to just heal the sick. He didn't want to come just to raise a person one day dead. Two days dead. But he came three days. Three is a number for perfection. He was perfectly dead. Jesus is waiting. When your situation is perfectly bad. He doesn't want to come. When you have 5,000. When you have 2,000. You say he will begin from here. No. He wants to come. When you are completely empty. When you have nothing, so that you will know, he's, he, amen, he is a supernatural God. He can do miracles. He wants to come in your situation when it is so bad, perfectly bad. That is when he will do something that you will know he is a perfect God who specializes in perfect things. He comes when Lazarus was already in the tomb and he met Mary. He, he met Martha and they were crying he says why didn't you come you know that time when you are beginning to mama that time when you are beginning to have questions but sincerely if God is with me why is my business going like this if God is with me why is, is my finances like this sincerely if God is with me I have fulfilled everything Part of his word. Why is my marriage like this? Why is my family like this? Why is my life like this? Oh, why? At that moment, when you are about to begin murmuring, when your when your situation has perfectly gone bad, why didn't you come, Jesus? We called you. Why didn't you come? Jesus just looked at me. And Marian said, Take me to where you laid him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And sometimes, Jesus, when you read the word, you know, he doesn't immediately. Do it feels as if he is just pitying you. You know in the Bible, in the book of Revelation, he says, I know what you, I know your works. I know what you're going through. I know. When the church was suffering, he simply said, I know. He, he, he looks and he watches. When you are going through a hard situation, when you are going through a hard trial, sometimes you can watch for one, two, three, four, five, Six, seven, eight, 
Yes. You are going through a situation and is just watching and saying, I know. When he came to where Lazarus was buried, the Bible says Jesus wept. In other words, I know, Martha, I know, I know, I know, I as if he had no solution. But our Jesus always has a solution. Regardless of the situation, he always has a solution. Regardless of the situation. And when he came down, after he wept, then he looked at them. And he said, roll the stone away. He said, no, the man is stinking. Yes, when the situation is stinking, when the situation is bad, when the darkness is so tight, that place, that time, that's when he wants to show his power. Are you hearing me this evening? If I'm speaking to you, you know I'm speaking to you. And it will be applied upon your life. Hallelujah! Amen! Hallelujah! Amen! Hallelujah! Amen! When you were beginning to complain, almost giving up, that's when God shows up to prove to you, I am the Lord of hosts. I am the King of kings. He doesn't want to share his glory with any man. He doesn't want you to say, because I did this, because so and so had to me, because so and so did this, he wants to take all the glory. He wants you to say, if it wasn't for the Lord, I would not have got here. Roll away the stone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And he's right here in our night service today. And he's telling you to roll away the stone. Roll away the stone. How do you roll away the stone? By prayer. By prayer. As you are praying, you are rolling away stones. One by one. Out of your sight, out of your situation, your situation may be so bad, but don't you worry. Roll away the stone and leave the rest for him. When the stone is rolled away, hallelujah, by someone who believes in him, they watch God come down on the scene to do the impossible. Roll hey. away the stone. Tell your neighbor, roll away the stone. Roll away the stone of doubt. Roll away the stone of fear. Roll away the stone. By prayer. Believe God. It shall be done. Even as he says. Trust and obey. Look up and say. I believe God. I believe God. My situation looks impossible. But not for my God. I don't see where I will get school fees. But not for my God. I don't see how my business will be better. But not for my God. I don't see how things will happen. But not for my God. My God specializes in a thing. 
thought impossible. What do you think is impossible? It is possible with God. It is possible with God. It is possible with God. Just roll away the stone. And when the stone is rolled away, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus stands. Hallelujah. And he wipes away the tears. Amen. <laughs> And after wiping the tears, then he calls out by name. He will call you by name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lazarus! Lazarus! Come forth! I'm coming whenever I come to every service. I want God to call my name out. How does he call your name? By calling your situation. When he mentions your situation, just know God is calling out your name. And believe him. And when he spoke that, all hell had to give up Lazarus. When he speaks, all hell has to give you up. No tombs can hold you. No tombs can claim you. No tombs of poverty can claim you. No tombs of lack can claim you. Hallelujah. Sometimes when we preach, it seems as if we are just, you know, repeating that some things. But I'm telling you, I've seen it. It works. It works. I said it works. I've seen people when they came to church having literally nothing just from the streets. But God would make them millionaires. With this message, we don't need to do special anointing service for, 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 for the poor to become rich. Just believe the word. Follow the ways of God. Come to church. Serve God. And his word will work. And when we preach things, accept it. Believe it. Believe it. And when it comes in your life, what does it do? It becomes light. It begins pushing away darkness. It doesn't push away the darkness of sin only. It also pushes away the darkness of sadness. Some situations bring sadness. Situations like poverty. Oh, especially here in Africa. In Uganda. Uganda poverty can squeeze. And you even get out of the spirit. But I'm here to encourage you this evening. It doesn't matter the situation. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It doesn't matter the situation. When the light of God comes, it pushes away poverty. It pushes away lack. And when I preach about it, believe it. Believe it. Hallelujah. The church of God has to have enough so we can serve those who don't have. Hallelujah. What is your vision? 
Your vision. Is it to die? It should be to live. Like Lazarus. In, when you die, you are not going to serve God. It is in the land of the living. So you have to be alive. You have to have good health. You, you have to have money in your pocket. So you can support the work of God. You have to have a job. So you can work. And support the work of God. If you don't have a, a job. That is a darkness. Are you hearing me? If you are in this church today. Or you are streaming. And you don't have a job. I'm declaring today. To you. That is darkness. And the light of the word. Is coming to push away that darkness. Push it away. Push it away. And he says let there be light. In the evening time. Maybe you are in your evening time. When things are not good. That's the time for the light to shine. And then he called Lazarus. And Lazarus, he heard the voice. Even when you thought your situation has killed you. I know I must serve God, but I'm dead. This situation has finished me. Up. I don't even have anything. That is a good situation. <laughs> now here. Lazarus! Come forth! When Lazarus had that, when the dead man had that, how can a dead man hear? This is Jehovah God. When he speaks, even the rocks can dance. Hallelujah. This is the word of God. This is not psychology. This is the truth. And it, if he did it then he can do it today. He told the people one time. If you tell my people to keep quiet. Then the stones will shout. Whenever I go to church, I don't want the stones to shout. If you don't shout in church, chairs will shout. The walls will shout. I want to be the one to shout glory. But he can make even the stones to shout. He can make your daily situation to obey him. And Lazarus came out. Lazarus bound. He was bound. And then he gave another order. Lose, lose him and let him go lose him and let him go when he gives the order Satan has to abide the man is already alive 
Let me tell you. Satan has no authority. Of binding you. Binding your family. Binding your children. Binding your, your, your everyday life. In any level. I'm receiving inspiration to speak this. It could be in your life. Your Christian life. And you are bound. Satan has no right to bind you. You, you may be bound in your prayer life. When you open your mouth to pray. You feel tired. That's the chains of the enemy. He has no right to bind you. He has no right to bind you from your access to God's blessing. Satan has no right. Why do I say that? I'm saying it with authority. Because I have my authority here. The Bible says, He that the Son of Man sets free. <laughs> He is free indeed. Free indeed. So if I'm set free, I will not accept Satan to bind me with sadness. You have to be joyful. If any situation is making you sad, I am here today standing on the authority of God's Speaking to that situation, lose him and let him go. Lose him and let him go. No situation. I mean no condition. It may be sickness. Sickness has to lose you. It may even be, a, you know, a lack of a job. It has to let you go. Poverty has to let you go. Sadness in your home has to let you go. Hallelujah. Sadness at your business. Your language should be joyful. How is business going? All things are going very well. Right now, I am changing those words. All those bad testimonies. All those bad things that the devil has been making you speak. I am changing them today. Your language will change. Your song will change. You will not sing the song of Satan. You will sing a new song. The Bible says and they sang a new song. How is your home? Things are bad. I'm changing that song today. By the authority of the word of God. How is your pocket? Brother, we are bad enough. I am changing that song. That song will change. Receive a new song. In the name of Jesus Christ. And they sang a new song. That song. The Lord is with us. The Lord is increasing. The Lord is blessing us. The Lord is giving us power. The Lord is resurrecting every dead situation. The Lord is bringing back. 
How is your spiritual life? Oh brother, we are backsliding. I am changing that No more backsliding. No more sin. Lose him. And let him go. We are in the evening time. Elijah has come with a message of restoration. The message of restoration. We are restored back to our original state. Hallelujah. No more death. No more tears. No more crying. Why? Because Elijah has come. Light is more powerful than darkness. Darkness has to give way. Even right now, as I'm preaching to you, darkness is being pushed away. That's why you feel more free. That's why you can shout. That's why you can dance. Because darkness is being pushed away. When you are in darkness, you are in one place. You don't know why, where you are going. But when the light shines, hallelujah, you have liberty. You have liberty. Why? Because the light has shined. I see a bright light shine. It's just about home time. We are going home victorious. We are not going defeated. Hallelujah. Amen. We are not accepting defeat. We are not accepting poverty. We are not accepting fear. We are not accepting sadness. We are not accepting a life of sin. We are not. A, oh my good Lord. Hallelujah. How many are not accepting tonight? We are refusing any of that. We are singing a new song. Hallelujah. Amen. Your family members, they shall see the light. They shall see the light. The light of the world will shine in their light. Your family members, God is able to do it. How shall these things be? The Spirit of God will overshadow them by the power of the Holy Ghost. Light is more powerful than your darkness. Oh. You can have a jubilee, friends. You can rejoice over the victories which you already see. Hallelujah. I may not be a winner now, but I'm seeing my victory. My victory is coming. I am beholding That's why I thank God. That's why I worship. I see my victory. I see my victory. My enemies today. The one I see. In front of them. Somewhere there. Somewhere there. They won't be there. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> no more darkness. Hallelujah. And when Lazarus was set free. Lazarus may be seated. When Lazarus was set free. Immediately. He began. Walking. He was loosed. We are loosed by the power of the world. 
Oh, hallelujah. I don't know you, but I'm tired of bad situations. I am tired of bad situations. You love it. Let us chase away the bad situation. Let us chase away the bad situation. Let us chase it out of your church. Chase it out of our life. Chase it in every corner. The devil has no right to, to, to make us suffer when we have a promise. Oh, Let me now read for you a quote here. In the message God has provided way. You see what we fail, um, friends, that we fail is our faith fails to believe that we take him as something way off somewhere else when he is right here with us. He's just as real in this room tonight as this light is. He's here. He's real tonight. Hey! He's real. My God is real. Darkness can't come in this room as long as this light is here. No matter how dark it is outside, it will never get so dark, but what this light overcome the darkness. No matter how much dark tries to press through that window, hmm? no matter. No matter, as long as that light is there, light is more powerful than darkness. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Oh my good Lord. Hallelujah. As long as the light is there, light is more powerful than darkness. You see, in this room, there is light. But there is darkness outside. But darkness can't try. You ought to stand in a place where you know Jesus is with you and in you. And you see the devil all around you. And you see the devil all around you. And, and you tell him, you are coming to me. Okay, try it. <laughs> try it. Hallelujah. You see everybody around you doing this and that. And you can see those are darker, darker things. And the devil also is tempting you. Trust now, now tell him, okay, try it. You tell him, try it, Satan, try it. Right now. Can darkness even try to come in here? The only problem is if this light goes out. But if the light is shining, darkness can't even try it. 
Satan can't even try to overtake your mind. Your mind is going to be controlled by the power of the Holy Ghost. Your body is going to be controlled by the power of light. Your spirit, your soul, amen, is going to be under the power of light. Marvelous light of the world. And when faith comes in, no matter how much unbelief stands around, the light is greater than the darkness. And I believe God is just as real in this room tonight as that light is. As the light on my hand and just as close as the light is on my hand. The prophet who spoke these words Brother William Branham was vindicated by God. He's someone who would preach and he would say if what I preached is the truth let God now come and vindicate and God would come down one time he was even photographed yes you heard me right God was photographed hallelujah God was photographed for the first time since the world was formed you have never seen the picture of God. We have seen it. That same light which was in the beginning that same light which was with the children of Israel that pillar of fire that same light amen which Paul met is the same light which would come down and by the Barnum saying what is that light amen Man. What, what do you think that light was that light was the logos that came out of God what was it it was the word it was God himself and that light Oh my God. He was the God of Abraham. The God of Isaac. And when Paul saw the light. And he said who are you my Lord. Out of the, the light. Out of the pit of fire. The voice said. I am Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, that is the light. When Brother Barnum went before thousands of people, when there was a priest from the Baptist church called Dr. Best, he was going to challenge Brother Barnum to, to prove to him and shame him before the people that there is nothing like divine healing. And Brother Barnum went there but he, he, he was fearing to go on the pulpit because he did not want to debate the word. So he went and sat among the people and someone else went on the pulpit to represent Brother Branham. Uh, what was his name? This man. Whoever it was. So he went on the pulpit to represent Brother Branham because he wanted to. He was an old preacher. And so as he, as, as Brother Branham was out there in the congregation, that light that pit of fire God himself came down. 
and he spoke to him and said, just move and go to the pool. I'm with you. I'm here. Hallelujah. So when he went, hallelujah, Amen. he spoke just a few words. Just a few words. But that God showed up right above his head. Hallelujah. Above his head. And this Baptist preacher, he had hired the photographers to photograph pictures when he is pointing at Brother Branham like this so that it can come in the news that I have corrected William Branham. He was taking pictures. When the man went back to check his film, they were all empty. Empty, 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 When the light comes, darkness disappears. Hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six were all empty. Eight was empty. Nine, all empty. Seven was the only one that had a picture. Which picture was there? The pillar of fire. God allowed himself to be photographed for our generation to see him. Hallelujah. Because our God knew we are a digital generation. And he wanted to show himself in a digital form. And that picture is available today. FBI investigators they investigated that picture. And they said the man, he was called George Lacey. The head of question documents. In FBI. And he gave a report. That light was actually there. It was not a reflection or reflection of light. That light was there. Who was it? God himself. God himself. And that man that God vindicated he is speaking this today. And I believe God is just as real in this room tonight as that light is. As the light on my hand as just as close as the light is on my hand. He knew what he was talking about. He wasn't presuming. He said that God is real. He's here today. Just like you see that light you know, on my head. Right this light. The same way that God is here. He's real. And when light comes, Darkness disappears. 
Darkness cannot mix with light. Hardships will come. But good days are just ahead. It may be difficult right now for us to collect our church land fund. It may be difficult for you to contribute. Let me tell you. Good days are just ahead. God is going to bless you. But when he blesses you, don't wait for me to tell you collect. You collect. You see, we are paying a lot of money for this place. But we believe for our church land. Now, if the devil doubts it, tell him to try us. He will see. I'm not just excited. I know where I am standing. God is real. Today, I was just speaking with Brother David Mayer, who is coming to one of the ministers in the convention. And uh, he was just, uh, you know, what, just talking about the schedules and everything. And then, after I finished speaking with him, a thought crossed my mind. Like, oh God. We need a lot of money. 30 million shillings. We have barely even collected 20, 10 percent. Oh Where is this money going to come from? The situation is very hard. Oh God. And those thoughts were going through my head. Right at that moment. There is a sister in Ethiopia. Uh, she sent me a scripture. The scripture says this. It is in Proverbs 17.3. The finding pot is for silver and the furnace for gold but the Lord tries the hearts. Quickly, quickly, quickly now. This is something supernatural that happened to me today and I want to share with you. Proverbs 17 3. Uh-huh. Read it for the people. Mm. And uh, I told her. I gave her some notes to this scripture. And I told her the meaning of the scripture. I told her it takes the intense heat to purify gold and silver. Similarly, it often takes the heart the heat of trials for the Christian to be purified. Through trials, God shows us what is in our hearts. And it clears out anything that gets in the way of, of complete trust in him. Peter said, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire 
purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than more gold. No gold. No so, when tough times come your way, thank God and realize that he wants to use them to refine your faith and to purify your heart. So the sister told me the spirit of God led me to send you this scripture. And she says, God bless you, Pastor. <laughs> and I knew what the scripture means. So I said, My sister, keep me in prayer. She says, I will, Pastor. And I tell her, it's a very timely, when I, I tell her about this meaning, and I said, then, because of this meaning, this is a very timely message for me. And, and, and she says listen these are very supernatural words she says you can come and read this just right here she says amen pastor God is with you no matter what the devil wants to bring. The devil doesn't want the upcoming youth meeting. He wants to withstand you. Resist it. Amen. That very moment when the thought crossed my mind. God gives a scripture to tell me it's just I'm being tried to test my faith so I can be purified later. I made a stand. I made, I've made long, many years ago. I made a stand. I am not going to be begging for the ministry. If God has given us a vision, he is going to bless us through anybody he will choose. But I'm not going to be found in a place where I'm begging for the ministry. We are having many brothers coming, even ministers from America, from America, France, from France, uh, you know, New Zealand, from New Zealand. Whatever it is. Ethiopia, Kenya, Ethiopia Zimbabwe. Kenya, Zimbabwe. But I say to myself, I am not going to beg these brothers to, to give us money to organize youth meetings. The vision is from the Lord. If it is from the Lord, God will supply. And then, we sent out invitations. Until now, we've not even received 10% of the money needed. We are three months away. Three, one, two, three. 90 days. 90 days. To our youth meeting. And the devil comes to me and tells me it's not going to happen. It's very difficult. But that very moment, God speaks, God speaks to a sister in Ethiopia. And he sends me a scripture. And tells me, 
your faith is being tried and purified. I thought, is it about the youth meeting? Just a moment. I've never spoken to her about the youth meeting. But she comes and tells me the devil wants doesn't want the youth, upcoming youth meeting. He wants to withstand you. And he te- she tells me, resist it. And I, I felt I should read it for you because it's not only for me, it's for us. I told her this is a prophetic message. We should resist the devil. The devil is seeing what is coming. When we came here and sat as a, as a group of about 17, 20 young people to prepare for these meetings, someone in Masaka, a young man, who didn't even know that we are planning for this meeting, he called someone else who told me that so, someone who was not even in this meeting that so and so has told me that he dreamed when you were having uh, 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 you, 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 like big meetings and you even had white brothers there who told him that the same God who spoke in dreams in the Bible hallelujah someone doesn't even know the white brothers but he just saw white brothers hallelujah are you doubting? I'm not doubting. What God has told you in the word must come to pass. Darkness is not greater than light. This prophetic word is not for me only. It is for us as a church. We should resist the devil. God is going to provide us with the money. We are going to have the youth meetings. And we are not going to beg. Only one person believes with me. God bless you. We are not going to beg. Wherever money comes from, let it come. We are not going to beg. God is going to provide. God is going to provide for our church land. And we are not going to beg. For it. I'm giving declarations here. I am not in the flesh, I'm in the spirit. If otherwise, I would not say these things. Hallelujah. I'm speaking it in the spirit. I want the devil to know we are going to receive money for our church. We are going to receive money for the youth meetings. For the youth meetings every year. And I spoke to one brother. Today I say to him, God is going to give us land where we shall have a big place where we shall have uh, uh, meetings for young people every year every year and we shall build a tabernacle there that we can at least have at least 500 young people inside there we are concentrating on the youth in our ministry 
Because that's what the devil is also concentrating on. The devil cannot have the young people. No. Not when we are here. We are going to withstand him. Yes, sir. We know the message we have believed. Now. That is for us as a church. What about you as an individual? Hey, my God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. We are the light of the world. Let the darkness flee. Let us not be discouraged. Let us not be downcast. Let us stand boldly. Knowing the God who called us is more than able. If we have no trials, we cannot know what type of victory God will give us. There is a young man who came here from another fellowship to visit us. And he was uh, one, another young person told me he was speaking to him and he said ah, how, how many years is this church? He said it's two years. Ah, with everything you have how much do you pay here? 800,000. With all those beautiful instruments. Do you rent them? They are ours. Ah. Which white people support you? We have a big white man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. That same one. Jesus Christ wants to sponsor your life. Your individual life. What I'm saying refuse defeat. No matter the situation and the condition around you. God see what is taking through the church. For example we've been in a house Suffering, praying from there when we started. We went to Mkafunda while in a shop. In a small place. We suffered there. From there we came here. Let me tell you. Now we are suffering to find money for the land. If God wanted to give it to us easily. We shall not say in the evening time it is light. He wants us to go through the darkness of the pain. Pain and suffering. At the end of it all, we can all be able to say, God has surely done it. In the same way, in your life, that's what is happening. That's what is happening. God is training you. God is babysitting you. God is taking you through a process. Just trust the process. All is well. Nothing out of, uh, out of place. Keep trusting him. Keep with your enthusiasm. Keep with your fire. Uh, be encouraged in the Lord. Don't lose your fire and zeal. In due time. 
You are going to get reward. And you know the Lord has been faithful. How long have I preached for? I thought I preached for 30 minutes. Let us stand up so we can pray the remaining time. But I tell you what, I could continue on for one more hour to encourage you. These things I'm encouraging you, many times I don't read you messages like this, but I read it to you because I felt you should know, but God always speaks and he encourages us. So always be encouraged, church. In whatever you are doing, just be encouraged. Be encouraged. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. How many feel good? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to come here on Sunday. Prepared. Ready for the word. Our precious brother Robert is a, a teacher of the word. So if you want to come with a, a piece of paper or notebook and a pen, please do that so that you can uh, write down all the notes you want. I'm sure his ministry will be a blessing to us. Amen. 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 I just feel good, friends. Because God is giving us grace. To Can we sing, I have a maker? You have a microphone, can you? Praise God. He knows my name. He knows every thought. He sees each tear that falls. And he hears me when I call. He hears us when we call. So we are going to call on him for maybe 10, 20 minutes. But as we do, please do it in the spirit. And uh, just uh, yield yourself before him. When we go to prayer, I want to all the musicians, maybe if you can just stop singing and just also play slowly and softly. And let us all be in one spirit as we speak to the Lord. Just sing one song, maybe with another chorus and then we go to prayer. Every, every. 
Jesus. 